Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refill. Harp on Sports, the podcast, media, audio, and radio network. What do we have in store for you on this edition of the program? A little college football packing as... The Big Ten and the SEC attempt to pack the college football playoff. The Pac-12 could be packing it in. They have a new commissioner trying to salvage this thing. So we're going to look at those entities. Also, i got some fun stuff for you as well. How about this? A little spaced out as one of the prospects in the combine. Speed Demon doesn't believe in outer space. And we have another prospect in college football that... Says that power lines could be charging stations for pigeons and just pure lunacy coming out of the combine. And does it matter? Does it matter that some of your prospects can be cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? Does it matter? Kyrie Irving thinks the earth's flat. Do these things matter? They do if it's one position. I'll explain that as well. And also, a little hardware, a little brass at stake this weekend for the Florida Gators. Todd Golden with the win. In South Carolina, it's going to be your SEC Coach of the Year. Why that's important. Again, Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harp on Sports Twitter, at Harp on Sports Instagram. Harp on Sports, the auditory route, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Harp on Sports, the bar, Facebook page. Harp on Sports, YouTube channel. And, of course, HarpOnSports.com. A little playoff packing as we were wondering what the details of this were going to be. And now they're starting to leak college football playoffs going to be at 12 teams for the next two years. Then she's going to 14 and extra games, extra revenue, just a way to offset some of the costs that are coming once the players begin to get paid. And on top of that, the sec, the big 10 looking for a way to line their own pockets. I don't blame them. Smart business. But as you start to dive into this, Start to see a little bit of the incentives here, what they want. You know, it was just less than two weeks ago that we heard that the SEC and the Big Ten wanted eight seats at the table for a 14-team playoff. Then the brushback and the pushback began. No, you don't get get 66% of this. You just don't. Okay. So what do we have now? Go to 14. Uh SEC Big Ten will take six, but the top two spots are ours automatically. Ooh. So six of the 14 will belong to the SEC and the ACC. The top two buys, the top two seeds are the SEC and the Big Ten champs regardless. Uh-oh. We went from eight to six, but the top two are guaranteed. Think about this one. You could have a 10-2 Texas beat an 11-1 Georgia in the SEC championship game. Meanwhile, you could have a 13-0 start to pick it. Well, if you had Florida State last year, you'd have a 13-0 Oklahoma State. You could have a 13-0 Clemson sitting there that's the third seed. Doesn't get a bye. Meanwhile, an 11-2 Ohio State does. Whoa. That's what you're going to get. You could have a 12 and 0 Notre Dame outside looking in 12 and 0 Notre Dame outside looking in 
Meanwhile, somehow, some way, some shape, some form, two lost Big Ten champ does. That's what you're going to be dealing with. That's what they want. That's what the SEC and the Big Ten wants. They're going to get it. They're going to get some. They're going to get one of these things. Some of the latest proposals as well. Two ACC automatic bids, two Big 12 automatic bids. So as we go to 14, this is what they're saying. Three SEC, three Big 10, two ACC, two Big 12. Boom. Those are 10. Then your group of five gets an automatic. That gets you to 11. The other three are up for grabs. It could mean that you get two group of fives in there. You could. Doubt it, but you could. And then the other three are up for grabs. Interesting. So what do I think you're going to get here? I think you're going to get the SEC and the Big Ten not get the top two. Come on. All right. You don't get this. You don't get an automatic. You don't get the automatic top two buys. But you will get three. This is one of those things you ask for this and you get that type of thing. You ask for the world and you get something in the middle. I would like a $100,000 Startup. Oh, we're not going to give you that. We'll give you 75. I actually wanted 50, but there we go. Yeah. It's negotiating a car. Offer you, uh, uh, trying to buy a house back before you could negotiate a house. Well, we want 240 back when that was a big deal. $240,000. We want $250,000 for this home. I'll give you 235. We'll settle on 242. Okay. We got, we knew we went 242 is probably where we we're going to end up, but we went low and we got in the middle. So $30,000 car. We'll offer you 25. How about 28? Hmm, how about 27? Okay, there you go. You knew going in you were going to spend 27. So it's a 6-2 format. Or 6-4 format. Six for the SEC and the Big Ten. Four for the ACC and the Big 12. Top two slots. <laughs> Automatic for the SEC and the Big Ten. So we get this 14th thing laid out. So what would that mean? Well, that would mean three would host. Four would host. What, 314, just like the NCAA tournament, 314, 413, 512, 611, 710, 89, and then seat them out. So that means two would take on the 710 winner, right? And one would take on the 89 winner. Why is this significant? Well, you kind of look at it where we were last year. Well, if the top two are automatic guarantees, that would mean what? That means Michigan would be guaranteed the one seed last year. Alabama would be guaranteed the two who would be three under that scenario. Well, now things start to change a little bit, right? Because now you got Texas joining the sec. So I, you can't under last year would be a little bit different because things have changed, but Texas would be the three Washington would be the four Florida state would be the five hosting well, three would be hosting. So you start to go down the list. Okay, who would be 14? 14 would be LSU. Georgia would be in, Georgia would be in there too. Georgia would be the six. So three would be Texas and they'd be hosting LSU. See kind of where we're going here? What you'd be looking at? Actually, no, they wouldn't. Come on, Seth. Three would be Texas. Texas would be hosting Liberty or SMU. That's how that would work. 14 still going to get buried down there. The non-con. Well, it's significant because now you, you what you're doing is you're bringing more cold weather teams into the equation to host warm weather teams. If that's the case, Ohio State would be hosting. Would Penn State be hosting? It depends if you got them to the eight nine game, which would be interesting because 
What would they do if eight is Penn State, nine is Alabama? They're going to let make Alabama go up to the cold. I, I, it's going to be fascinating to see how this plays out. But you see, we want our guaranteed spots. We want our guaranteed bids. Will the ACC and the uh, Big 12 agree to this? We get two guaranteed. We get two guaranteed. You get three. You get three. But we want the top two automatic. You're not going to get the two top two automatic. But we'll let you have three. That's the SEC. And that's the Big Ten angle at the end of the day. So it is a 10 plus three plus one. <laughs> 10 automatic spots, six SEC, six Big Ten, three each, four more automatic spots, two Big 12, two ACC, three at largest, and one guaranteed for the group of five. You know what? If you wipe out, to me, if you wipe out the two automatic guarantees at the top, it's a good plan. It is with how loaded the SEC and how loaded the Big Ten is. Three, three, two, two, plus three, plus one. It's a good plan. I like it. As long as you wipe out the two guaranteed, the Big Ten and the SEC guaranteed the two buys. I think that's what they're going for here. If a committee's selecting this stuff anyway, you're going to be... It, Florida State was undefeated last year and it was fifth. If a committee's putting this stuff together, now the question is, what's this committee going to look like? Last year, what, is this, what, what does this look like last year? Well, Ohio State's the one. Ohio State, excuse me. Michigan's the one. Washington's the two, but in that case, there would be two Big Ten teams, right? So it would be your SEC and Big Ten champ. So under this scenario, do you, do we envision, I mean, the Big 12 champ? Right? The ACC champ has a shot at it, right? If it's Clemson, if it's... And then the wonkiness begins. At least in the next two years, Notre Dame's going to be at least a five. But going forward, Notre Dame could be a three. You can make a case that the top two seeds have to be conference champions. But if you have undefeated Texas and undefeated Alabama or undefeated Texas and undefeated Georgia playing in the SEC championship game and one loses by a field goal and your Big Ten champion has two losses, do, you, do we really see a scenario where the SEC teams get the buys? It's going to be fun. I'm a, I'll admit, I'm a fan of the 6 2 2. Or the six four three one, depending on how. Can't wait to see what these terms are going to end up going to be. But I, I like the playoff packing. I do. And speaking of packing, uh, Teresa Gould, name of the new commissioner of the <laughs> of the Pac twelve. She's trying to figure out what to do here with Wazoo and Oregon State, and you know they are quasi members of the Mountain West at least football-wise. Now, is it possible for the Pac-12 to beg to come in the Mountain West and play games this upcoming year, the top, the two teams that are left, and then turn around and steal those Mountain West teams? I, I don't know. You're looking at a merger, maybe. I don't know what their plan here is. I really don't. I do know this, that they've got two years to figure it out because the NCAA, or at least... The stipulations are you have to have at least seven members in your conference. So what does that look like? Well, to me, I mean, boy, that would be one thing to beg the Mountain West or to be part of it than to steal from them. I don't know if there was a wink-wink, hush-hush deal like, hey, we'll let you do this, but you can't come after our guys. Because in any scenario, if the Pac-12 wanted to raid the Mountain West, the schools that you would go get are UNLV, Boise State, Nevada, Fresno State, San Diego State, and Hawaii. That gets you to one, two, three, four. Five, six, that gets you to eight. Washington, Washington State, UNLV, Boise State, Nevada, Fresno State, San Diego State, Hawaii. 
You say, well, I don't want Hawaii. Fine, then take Hawaii out. Here's your other option if you're the Pac-12. You have to start going after Missouri Valley Conference teams at the FCS level. So you're Washington State, you're Oregon State, and then you start going South Dakota State, Montana, North Dakota. That's that's the only other option. Those are, those are your options. You want to save the conference, you're going to have to go after somebody. And if you're the Mountain West, you've got more. If you're the Mountain West, you kind of look around and go, wait a second here. Um, We have more ground than you do. You have a name. The Pac-12 is a nice name. If you're Fresno State, does that logo mean anything to you? If you're Boise State, does being in the Pac-12 mean anything to you? Mountain West going to be more. Does it mean anything to you? Southwestern Conference ended up not meaning anything. The Big East Conference, the logo, the Big East Conference for football ended up not meaning anything. Does it mean anything to you? Because if the logo means anything, if it does, then you've got yourself an issue if you're the Mountain West. If it doesn't. So it'll be interesting to see what she's got up her sleeve as she tries to figure this out. She said that her goal, she's going to stabilize the conference, going to see where they go. Got two teams. Can they raid? And I use the word raid because they're going to have to raid them out. They're going to have to raid some conference. So are there teams that, if, again, if you're Boise State, would you rather be a part of Wa- Washington State and Oregon State in this new concocted conference? I can't think the Mountain West would let these two teams play in this conference just turned around and turn around and be raided. We'll see. We'll see what they end up doing. But those are your options. Either you try to steal from the Missouri Valley Conference of the FCS, you your Washington State and your Oregon State, and you end up going North Dakota State, you end up going Montana. You Do you want to be a part of that? If you want to save the conference... It's what you're going to have to do. Hawaii. And then there's other, you know, then you've got teams out there that uh, Cal State. I, you going you to go down that path? Because mm-hmm. they've already joined, right, in the likes of Washington State and Oregon State are going to play the Gonzagas and the St. Mary's of the world, WCC and other sports. I don't know what you do here. We'll see. We'll see what they end up doing. Uh, a couple other things. <laughs> this Tyler Owens, Texas Tech story, speaking of the Big 12, is to me, you're going to see a lot of this and hear a lot of this. Uh, he doesn't believe in outer space or planets. All right. Um, and then you have another prospect in this thing that doesn't believe that there, you've never seen a baby pigeon. So power lines are just charging stations for pigeons. Okay, look. There's certain positions that this stuff matters in. I don't know, you know, is a defensive back. And look, there's some of the stuff that's tongue in cheek. That's, that's cute. But if you actually don't believe in space, like, Oh, come on to me. If you're a defensive lineman, and this is going to sound so mean. It is. There's certain positions. If you're a center, you can't be an idiot. Too many plays so much to memorize. You can't be a moron. You can't defensive backs. You're in different positions and you have about nine or 10 different defenses that you have to cover. I can live with that. I can live with Tyler Owens, a Texas tech defensive back, not believing in outer space. I can't live with a quarterback, not believing in that. You have to be too cerebral. You have to be too smart. If there's a quarterback out there on my team, if I saw a quarterback in the draft and you didn't believe in outer space and planets, I can't draft you. I can't. If you're a center, I can't draft you. Can't. If you're a tight end, probably can't draft you. If you're an offensive lineman and everything that you need to know, probably can't draft you. If you're a defensive tackle, I probably can. If you're a safety, I probably can. Look, if you're a member of the defense with the exception of the linebackers that have kind of got to figure all this stuff out, depending on... 
look, if all things are equal or just a little behind and you don't believe in outer space and you don't believe in planets, I'm not going to draft you if I've got somebody that does. Sorry, I can't. <laughs> Receivers running routes, about eight or nine different routes, I, I probably can get away with it. The position that you play does matter. Does. Sport you play matters. Kyrie Irving doesn't believe, you know, people that don't believe in dinosaurs and don't believe, think the earth is flat. Look, look, Kyrie Irving's exceptional. Yeah. Ever since he announced all that stuff, has he been? Such a great floor general. Yeah, but he doesn't win ever. Does he? He won with the Cavs. Did he win with the Celtics? Has Kyrie Irving won the last seven years? Has he? Since the Celtics and the Nets and start going up and down the list. Mavericks starting to win a little bit this year, but do you want since he's the man? There are just certain dudes out there. I don't. <laughs> Again, the position matters. So rock you, Tyler Owens, rock out, man. You don't believe in planets. You don't believe in space. You got other guys in here that power lines, charge pigeons. You can be a moron and you can be a dipshit in, in certain positions, but you can't be at quarterback and you can't be at center. Offensive lineman, you can't be. You can be a moron and be a receiver and be a loony. And I'm not investing a hundred million dollars like all this stuff too. Just good God, don't believe in space. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if it makes a difference. See if it makes a difference. Wrapping with this, uh, a little SEC swagger hoops. Uh, Florida Gators now, three games to go. Todd Golden, South Carolina on the road. Alabama at home at Vandy. Uh, two and one in this stretch. Pretty much guarantees Florida an NCAA tournament bid. I, I think they're in, but if they would somehow lose to South Carolina and lose to Alabama and lose to Vanderbilt and get beat in the first round of the SEC tournament, remember they're an eight seed right now. So there's still a chance. They're not in yet. But here's what's crazy. They're not in the tournament. But a win for Florida and Todd Golden against South Carolina on Saturday, he's going to win SEC Coach of the Year. And he should. Lamont Paris did a great job there. Picked to finish second to last or last in the conference. And what he's done is remarkable. But if you're Florida and you finish above them and you beat them, Todd Golden, this team, not expected to do much, could finish. There's still a chance. If If Florida beats South Carolina and beats Alabama, Florida could finish second in the SEC. If Florida wins out, they're second in the SEC because they'll beat Alabama. Alabama's going to lose to Tennessee. So think about that. What a gigantic next two games for Florida. Could finish second in the SEC. Todd Golden wins SEC Coach of the Year. Could lose these two games and finish with the seven seed. And it's a, to be this close where they are right now, to be that close down the stretch. What a job that he's done. Nine and two in the last 11 games. Florida plays at the level of their competition. Golden Goose. Golden medal. Not going to win the conference. Florida can finish second. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harp on Sports, Twitter, at Harp on Sports, Instagram, Harp on Sports, auditory route, uh, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Harp on Sports, Facebook page, Harp on Sports, YouTube channel, of course, HarpOnSports.com. Remember, stay clean, stay focused. Stay strong. Frankenstein. Have fun with your friends.